Shalom everyone, it's Pastor Battle. Praise the Most High for you all joining me again this week for um, our weekly Bible study. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, entering into Yah's rest. Uh, if you're joining me on YouTube, this is part four uh, on our YouTube series. And if you're joining me on uh, iTunes or Podbean, this is part two. So, we're going to start off with a word of prayer, and we're going to dive right on into it. Yahweh, thank you today for tonight for your mercy. Thank you, Yahweh, for your loving kindness and your goodness. We come before your presence tonight. We come humble. Uh, Yahweh, thank you for your grace and your compassion, for, for you loving on us and keeping us. We pray, Yahweh, that you will forgive us of all of our sins, those things that we've done intentionally or unintentionally. Well, Yahweh, we just turn from that actively, changing and just continue to pray for your mercy. We pray, Yah, that you will increase our trust in you, for your word says that trust comes by hearing and hearing by your word. So we ask you to teach us, to lead us and guide us into all truth, to convict us of sin and help us to begin to walk out the life that you've called us to walk in. So we praise you in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. So praise Yah for you all. Um, we talk about entering to Yah's rest. Let, before we get started with the scriptures, let me let me just say this: um, trust, faith. Faith is more than just hearing that Yah is going to bless you with something, but faith is taking heed to all of Yah's word, everything that He says, how He'll bless us if we're obedient, or how He'll punish us or discipline us if we're disobedient. And we have to understand these things. Uh, many of us, well, all of us in, on this planet, we live our lives by choices. Everybody has choices. <clears throat> uh, the ancient uh, uh, sages or the ancient Hebrews say this. They say that, um, that, that when Yah created man, he gave man a, a good inclination and an evil inclination. And he gave man a will. Um, your will is not your preference. Your will is is, is is what is what comes to play when you when the adversary appeals to either of those inclinations and it's a choice that you make. Um, if the adversary appeals to your evil inclination and your will comes to play and you can choose to obey Yah's word or you can choose to follow the adversary, and you have to deal with those consequences from the choices that you make. So let's know this: if you want if you want to enter into Yah's rest. We have to understand that we must be obedient. We must trust him in spite of opposition. And we cannot allow our feelings to have preeminence over his word. His word is his word. Uh, if it convicts us, if, 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 if it touches a spot uh, in our life, we still have to understand that his word is his word. So tonight I'm going to start with Hebrews again, Hebrews 4. <clears throat> and... Um, uh, beginning at verse 1. I'm going to read Hebrews 4, uh, ver verse 1 um, through through verse uh, 3. It says, and I'm, and I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible. So it says, Therefore, let us be terrified of the possibility that even though the promise of entering his rest remains, any one of you might be judged to have fallen short of it. For good news has also been proclaimed to us, to us, just as it was to them. 
but the message they heard didn't do them any good because those who heard it did not combine it with trust. For it is, for it is we who have trusted who enter the rest. It is we who have it is we who has trusted who enters Yah's rest. Um now let's go up to Hebrews 3 verse 12 beginning at verse 12 I'm 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 a, um read it says this watch out brothers so that there would not be in any one of you an evil heart lacking trust which could lead you to apostatize from the living Elohim instead keep exhorting each other and every other each other every day as long as it is called today so that none of you will become hardened by the deceit of sin. For we have become sharers in the Messiah, provided, however, that we hold firmly to the conviction we begin with right through until the goal is reached. <clears throat> now, where it says today, if you hear y'all's voice, don't harden your hearts as you did in the bitter quarrel. Who are the people who, after they heard, quarreled so bitterly? All those whom Moshe brought out of Egypt, and with whom was Yah disgusted for 40 years, those who sinned, yes, they fell dead in the wilderness. And to whom was it that he swore that they could not enter his rest, those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of their lack of trust. So we got to understand that we have a responsibility from the Most High to trust in Him. Not, not, not get weary because of situations. But if we trust in Yah, in spite of the situations, He'll, he'll provide. He'll make a way. Tonight, tonight, instead of us going to Numbers first, we're going to go, we're going to, go to Genesis uh, 22. And we're going to go there first. We're going to go to Genesis 22 first, and we're going to look at something, and we're going to, and we're going to bring something out um, with our forefather, Abraham. So we're going to go to Genesis 22, and we're going to uh, <clears throat> begin at verse 1. So it says, Genesis 22, verse 1 says this, After these things, Yah tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he answered, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah. There you are to offer him as a burnt offering on the mountain that I will point out to you. Now listen, Yah tells, tells Abraham, Hey, Abraham, take your only son. Your son who you love. Take him, go to the land of Moriah, and there you are offering him as a burnt offering on the mountain that I will pour out to you. Verse 3 says, Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, together with Isaac his son. He cut the wood for the burnt offering, departed, and went toward the place Yah had told him about. On the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place in the distance. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go there. 
worship and return to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. Then he took in his hand the fire and the knife, and they both were to they both went on together. Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father. My father, he answered, Here I am, my son. He said, I see the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham replied, Yah will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son, and they both went on together. They came to a place to the place Yah told him to, about, and Abraham built the altar there, set the wood in order, bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar on the wood. Then Abraham put his hand, took put out his hand, and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of Yahuwah called out to him out of heaven, Abraham, Abraham. He, he answered, here I am. He said, don't lay your hand on the boy. Don't do anything to him. For now I know that you are a man who fears Elohim because you have not withheld, you have not withheld your son from me. Abraham raised his eyes and looked and there behind him was a ram caught in the bushes by its horn. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it, offered it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham called the place Yahuwah Yerah or Adonai Yerah or some says the Lord will see to it or the Lord provides. The English word some say is Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day on the mountain Yahuwah is seen. Now listen, Abraham, this is his son. This is his son who he loved. He allowed his love, excuse me, his trust in the Most High to supersede his love for his son. We have to understand that, that from Yah's perspective, trust is stronger than love. L love represents obedience, but you can't love Yah unless you trust in him. You can't have a trust in Yeshua. You can't love Yeshua unless you trust in him. Because you trust in him, you'll obey him. He says in his word, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. You'll do what I ask you to do. Doing what he asks you to do shows trust. Not doing what he asks you to do shows distrust and also shows hate. Not hate in the form of uh, evilness to want to cause harm, but hate in the form of to reject, to disobey, to not acknowledge, and to not follow. So, now, Abraham is responding not on the word here, when Yah says, when Yah says, give me Isaac. He's responding based on the word that Yah had told him years before, uh, maybe about a year before Isaac was born. Let's go to Genesis 17. Genesis 17. <clears throat> Says this. Says, uh, beginning at verse 15. Yah said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are not to call her Sarai, which means mockery. Her name is to be called Sarah, princess. I will bless her. 
Moreover, I will give you a son by her. Truly, I will bless her. She will be a mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. At this, Abraham fell on his face and laughed. The, he thought to himself, Will a child be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah give birth at ninety? Abraham said to Yah, If only Ishmael could live in your presence. Yah answered, No. But Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son, and you are to call him Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. That's the word. That's the word that was given to him. And that's the word that he relied upon. And that's the word that caused him to obey the most high. He did not allow his emotions, how he felt, the circumstances to dictate to him anything. He let Yah's word rule him. And to prove that out, we're going to go to um, Hebrews 11, and then we're going to go back to Genesis uh, 26. If we want to enter into Yah's rest, we have to be able to trust him. And we can't let things that we see, how he feel, tell us, Man, Yah's not moving. He ain't coming. Maybe you, you're doing it the wrong way. No. Or we say foolish phrases that we've been lied to in the church at times when they say, well, Yah's delay is not his denial. Listen, if Yah has given you something or told you something, your responsibility is to be patient and trust in him. The word says, through faith and patience, through trust and patience, one shall inherit the promise. So now we're going to go to um, Hebrews 11, beginning at verse 22. It's, uh oh, excuse me, no, not, not 22. Beginning at verse 17. Beginning at verse 17, it says this By trusting, by trusting, by trusting Abraham, where he was put to the test, offered up Isaac as a sacrifice. Yes, he offered up. His only son, he who, he who received the promises to whom it has been said, what is called your seed will be in Isaac. For he had concluded that Yah could even raise people from the dead. And figuratively speaking, he did so receive him. So Abraham was going on the promise. The promise was to him that, that you know what, I'm going to give you a seed. Isaac, the sin is going to come through him. My covenant will be with him. It's going to be an everlasting covenant. So Abraham, when he got to, to, got to the place to, to, um, to give his son, he wasn't going on when he told the, the young men, well, you know, y'all stay here. Me and the lad were coming back. He wasn't going on with hopes in his mind to, you know what, maybe y'all going to stop me. Maybe he's going to change his mind as I go. Maybe he's not going to do this. No, he had already concluded in his mind he was going to obey the Most High. He was going to sacrifice his son because he had concluded that Yah could raise the dead. So he knew that Yah had told him, I'm going to give you a son, Isaac. I'm going to establish my covenant with him. It's going to be an everlasting covenant. It's Everlasting means it's not going to end. 
It's going to be continuous. It's going to go. So the covenant that was given to him is an everlasting covenant. And Abraham was holding on to that word. So he had concluded in his mind that Yah could raise the dead. And because of his faith, then Yah provided. You, you don't see Yah providing until Abraham was carrying out. And Yah said, you know what? I see you. I see you love me. And y'all are so, it's so awesome that he could not swear by anybody greater than him because there's nothing greater than him. So he swore by himself. How he's going to bless Abraham. And Abraham called the name of that place uh, uh, Adonai Yerah, that y'all will provide, right? That he sees, he considers. So he saw, he considered, he moved on Abraham's uh, 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 behalf because of his trust. And because of Abraham's trust, Yah was able to, to bless his son. When you go to when we go to Genesis 26, we're going to start at verse 4. This is what Yah tells Isaac after he warns him about not going to Egypt. <clears throat> he tells him this in Genesis 26, 4. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. I will give all these lands to your descendants. And by your descendants, all the nations of the earth will bless themselves. Verse 5 says this. All this is because Abraham heeded to what I said and did what I told him to do. He followed my commands, my regulations, and my teachings. So Abraham did what the Most High had told him to do. He did not allow how he felt to move him from obeying the Most High. No, he kept going forward. He kept he believed the Most High. We're going to go to Romans 4, then we're going to go to the bitter quarrel. We're going to go to Romans 4 right now. Because we got to understand that tr trust is believing Yah in spite of what it looks like. Not for just for Yah to promise you uh, a million dollars. Not for him to promise you a car house or a wife or, or a husband. But his word, period. About obeying him. About following his rulings, his teachings, living for him. Denying your own self-interest. Walking in his ways. He means what he says regardless to the situation. We're going to begin at um, Romans um, 4. Beginning at verse 17, um, says this, this accords with the Tanakh, where it says, I have appointed you to be a father to many nations. Abraham is our father in Yah's sight because he trusted Yah as the one who gives life to the dead and calls non-existent things into existence. So he says what? Abraham is our father in Yah's sight. And why is he our father in Yah's sight? Because he trusted Yah as the one who gives life to the dead and calls non-existent things into existence. For he was past hope. Yet in hope, he trusted that he would indeed become a father to many nations in keeping with what he had been told. So many will your seed be. His trust did not waver when he considered, listen, 
Here's real well. His trust did not waver when he considered his own body, which was good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the, that Sarah's womb was dead too. So listen, his trust didn't waver when the thoughts came into his mind. You know what? I'm impotent. Because his adversary probably attacked his mind with those thoughts. Man, you can't work. You ain't, you ain't working for a long time. Sarah's womb is dead. The, his circumstances spoke up. His situation, what he was dealing with, what he, listen, what he had been living with probably for a few years. I, we, we know that it, it was more than 25 years that he had already had an understanding that Sarah was barren. Because when you read Genesis 11, before y'all had even called Abraham, it had already stated that Sarah was barren. And now, so that's more than 25 years. Based, and also now, he, Ishmael was at least 13 years old when y'all appeared to Abraham when we get to Genesis 17. So, so at least from, from, from 13 years, we don't know how long it's been, he was impotent. He had no more sons. So now we're dealing with 25 years of Sarah, 25 years or more of him ha having an understanding of Sarah's womb being barren. And now we're, we're dealing within the time frame from, from, one, from one to 13 years of him being impotent. So now, but, but the word says his trust, his trust did not waver when he considered his own body dead. So he still held on to Yah's word in spite of how, what he considered, in spite of what he thought, in spite of how he felt, he believed Yah. So he did not decide against Yah's promises. Or even when he considered Sarah's womb being barren, he still held on. He saw it, it looked like it, it, it was there. Everything came into play. But he, he allowed Yah's word to override his feelings. He allowed Yah's word to override his circumstances. So the word says, so it, it, it says that, um, whew, well, I was at verse 17. Got caught up. Verse 18. So now, beginning in verse 19, it says this. His trust did not waver when he considered his own body as good as dead, or since he was about 100 years old, or when he considered Sarah's womb was dead too. He did not by lack of trust, decide against Yah's promises. What was Yah's promises? Yah's promises is Yah's word. How does Yah make us promises? By speaking to us. He speaks to us. Anything that Yah says come to pass. He speak me and live. He speak me and die. He framed the word by the words he spoke. He spoke let there be and there was. When it came down to the lights in the air. When it came to the, to the birds. The creepy crawly things. Everything that Yah speaks happens. His word is his word. It is what it is. So he did not by lack of trust. Decide against Yah's promises. On the contrary. By trust. He was given, listen, by his trust, by his faith, he was given power 
as he gave glory to Yah. For he was fully convinced that what Yah had promised, he could also accomplish. This is why it was credited to his account as righteousness. But the words, it was accredited to his account, were not written for him only. They were written for us also, who will certainly have our account accredited too, because we have trusted in him who raised Yeshua, our Messiah, from the dead. Yeshua, who was delivered over to death because of our offenses and raised to life in order to make us righteous. So, Abraham, our forefather, we see the results of our trust. We see what can happen when we trust in the Most High. When we don't allow our circumstances to get the best of us and cause us to go astray. Now, let's look at what happens when we don't trust. In a bit of quarrel. Listen, we're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, at first, we're going to start off with Exodus, um, Exodus 20, 23. And we're going to begin at Exodus 23 and 5. Uh, excuse me, 23 and 25. And we're going to hear the promise, the word that's given to Israel. Exodus 23, beginning in verse 25, says this. You are to serve Yahuwah, your Elohim, and he will bless your food and water. I will take sickness away from among you. In the land, in your land, your women will not miscarry or be barren. And you will live out the full span of your lives. I will send terror of me ahead of you, throwing into confusion all the people to whom you come, and I will make your enemies turn their backs on you. I will send hornets ahead of you to drive out the Hivi, the Kanani, the Hitti from before you. I will not drive them out from before you in one year, which would cause the land to become desolate and the wild animals too many for you, I will drive them out from before you gradually until you have until you have grown in number and can take possession of the land. I will set your boundaries from the Sea of Suf to the Sea of the Philist to the Philistines and from the desert to the Euphrates River. For I will hand the inhabitants of the land over to you and I will drive them out from before you. This is what Yah says. You are not to make a covenant with them or with their gods. They are not to live in your land. Otherwise, I will make you, otherwise they'll make you sin against me by snaring you to serve their gods. That's the word that was given to them. That's the promise. He said, I'm going to bless your food and your water. I'm going, I'm going to have your enemies afraid of you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm, I'm going to look out for you. That's the word that Yah gave to them. So now here it is. Oh, let's go back. Excuse me. That's the word that Yah gave to them. Listen to this. This is the people's response. 24, verse 1. To Moshe, Yah said, Come up to Yah, you Aharon, Nadav, Avihu, and 70 of the leaders of Israel. Prostrate yourselves at a distance while Moshe alone approaches Yahuwah. The others are not to approach, 
and the people are not to come up, go up with him. Moshe came and told, listen, Moshe came and told the people everything Yahuwah had said, including all the rulings. The people answered with one voice. We will obey every word Yahuwah has spoken. That was their response. Their response. They said, we're going to obey every word that Yah has spoken. Let's go to Numbers 13. Their response was, hey, Yah says he's going to bless them. Make the enemies afraid of them. The people said, you know what? Man, we're going to obey every word that Yah has spoken. We're going to obey every word that Yah has spoken. So now, Numbers 13. Turn, turn that fan on. Numbers 13. And um, begin at verse 25. Says this. Forty days later, they returned from reconnoitering the land and went to Moshe, Aaron, and the entire community of the people of Israel at Kadesh in the Paran Desert. When they brought back word to him to them and to the entire community and showed them the fruit of the land. What they told him was this. We enter the land where you sent us, and indeed it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. However, the people living in the land are fierce, and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the Anakim there. Amalek lives in the area of the Negev, Tehiti and the Yavusi and the Amori live in the hills, and the Kanani live by the sea and alongside the Jordan. Caleb silenced the people around Moshe. You can start it over. Caleb silenced the people around Moshe and said, We ought to go up immediately and take possession of it. There is no question that we can conquer it. But the men who had gone with him said, We cannot attack those people. They, they are stronger than we. And they spread a negative report about the land they had reconnoitered for the people of Israel by saying, The land we passed through in order to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants. All the people we saw there were giant. We saw the Nephilim, the descendants of Anak, who were from the Nephilim to ourselves, and we looked like grasshoppers by comparison, and we look that way to them too. Now listen, y'all gave them a promise. Tells them about the land. How he's going to bless them. What he's going to do. How he's going to move on their behalf. They come back after after reconquering the land. They come back. When they come back, when they come back, they tell Moses, what you said was true. They said this. Forty days later, they returned from reconquering the land and went to Moses and Aaron and the entire community of the people of Israel at Kadesh in the Paran Desert. 
when they brought back word to them and the entire community and showed them the fruit of the land. What they told him was this. We entered the land where you sent us. And indeed it does flow with milk and honey. Here is his fruit. They saw the land. They knew it was the truth. They allowed what they saw to sway them to give a negative report to the people. The people are fierce. We do like grasshoppers by comparison in our sight and that way to them too. They spread a negative report. This is a response. At this, all the people of Israel cried it out in dismay and wept all night long. Moreover, all the people of Israel began grumbling against Moses and Aaron. The whole community told them, we wish we had died in the land of Egypt or that we had died here in the desert. Why is Yahuwah bringing us to this land where we will die by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will be taken as booty wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? And they said to each other, let's appoint a leader and return to Egypt. Now, y'all told them completely, something completely different. They got in their feelings. The, 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 the 10 men allowed what they saw to override y'all's word and brought back a negative report. It didn't matter how small they looked in their own eyesight, their circumstances. It does not matter how fierce the people were. Yah says he was going to drive them out, put terror in their hearts. They didn't believe. Now here it is. Yah's people speak up. Moses speak up. Moses, Moses, Aaron, Moses and Aaron fell on their face before the entire assembly, community of the people of Israel. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Yephunneh, from the detachment that had recovered to the land, tore their clothes and said to the whole community of Israel, the land we pass through in order to spy it out is an outstanding and good land. If Yahuwah is pleased with us, then we, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Now listen to this. Just don't rebel against Yahuwah and don't be afraid of the people living in the land we'll eat them up their defense has been taken away from them and Yahuwah is with us don't be afraid of them now listen they're trying to salvage this thing don't rebel against Yah by not believing in him by doubting these people said man we, we, we wish we would have died in Egypt you was in servitude in Egypt. You was in bondage, crying out to Yah to bring you out. And, and, and now because of the trials, you wish you would have died in Egypt. You give up all hope. Our children, our, our wives and children going to be taken as booty. Lord, have mercy. And there was some of the older folks say, listen to this. And this is what happens when we rebel, when we don't trust in the Most High. Verse 10, 14 says this, but just as the, 
this is the bitter quarrel. And look at what they're finna do, the people. But just as the whole community was saying they should be stoned to death, the glory of Yahuwah appeared in a tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. They want they they talking about stoning Moses, them to death, killing them. Killing them for speaking hope, speaking life, and saying, Don't rebel against the most high. Let me say something to you all. When you, when when Yah gives you a word, he speaks it to your life. When his word is on your life, you obey that word. Don't allow people, negative reports tell you, man, you ought to give up now. Y'all told you to do this, man. It ain't happened yet. It's been five, ten years, and you still doing the same thing and see nothing. Don't listen, don't bleed the hype. Don't listen. Don't pay attention to that. Obey y'all. You talking about y'all gonna heal you and you've been sick all this time and you're taking these herbs and you talking about you still praising him. You all give up and quit. No. Don't believe the people. Don't believe the hype. You believe y'all. You believe his word. Don't, don't be caught up on the time frame because we don't think that the time is moving fast enough because we think things are going slow. No, you have to believe him in spite of the opposition. You have to believe him in spite of how things look, in spite of how you feel. You have to believe in him. You have to trust him. Take his word. He says this, I honor my word above my name. He says it's easier for heaven and earth to pass away. Before his word to fail, you got to take his word. As I said before, through your trust and your patience, you'll inherit the promise. The word says that. Now listen, this is what y'all says to Moses. Yahuwah said to Moses, how much longer is this people going to treat me with contempt? How much longer will they not trust me? Especially considering all the signs. I have performed among them. I am going to strike them with sickness, destroy them, and make from you a nation greater and stronger than they are. Now, y'all, he, he responds because without trust, it's impossible to please y'all. That's what the word says. You have to believe him. He's offended. He's, it bothers him. Why? Out of all the signs that I've done, what did he do? The nine plagues in the one stroke in Egypt. Split the Red Sea. They go across on dry land. Turn the bitters of waters of Marah. Sweet. Made water flow from a rock. Provided quail. Listen. Put dew on the, dew on the ground. Frost on the ground. Put manna on the frost. And covered it up again. Made it fresh for them. On the sixth day. Gave them a double portion. So they could rest on the seventh. Provided miracles. When there was attacked from behind. From, by Amalek. They defeated him. Called that place. Yahuwah Nisi. That y'all. He, he, he's our miracle. He's our banner of victory. He provided. He protected. As a privilege and precious gift. He made them his own people. Promised them health. Promised them no miscarriages. Promised to heal their bodies. He's been with them. Made his name great among the nations so that no one would dare attack them. And because in their own eyesight, they looked like grasshoppers, they refused to believe him. And it caused them to miss out on y'all's promises.
we're going to skip down to uh, verse 20. 14 and 20 says this. Now, Yahuwah answered, because most of you had prayed, so you can't do that, y'all. You, you know, because you, you're going to tarnish your reputation and everything. So he says this, verse 20. Yahuwah answered, I have forgiven as you have said, but as sure as I live, and the whole earth is filled with the glory of Yah, none of the people who saw my glory and signs in Egypt and in a desert, yet testimonies ten times, and did not listen, did not shema, listen to my voice with the intentions to obey, will see the land I swore to their ancestors. None of those who treated me with contempt will see it, but my servant Caleb, because he had a different spirit with him, and has fully followed me, him will I bring into the land he entered, and it will belong to his descendants. He said, my, my, my servant Caleb, listen to this. Caleb and Joshua went with those, other, those same ten men. They saw the same thing. Caleb saw the fruit. He saw the land. He saw everything. But he was not caring about how big they were. He didn't care about, he didn't care about Anak over there. Who was positioned over here? He cared about what Yah's word said. He said, "Man, we'll eat them up. We we will able to go over there and take 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 it. Let's go do it." He's ready to go because he had already heard the word that was given to him. So Yah said, "He fully followed me. Fully followed me. Yeah, we gonna I'm a blessing, and his descendants gonna live over there because he fully followed me." Mm. Now, since the the the, the, Am the Amalekite and the Canaan are living in the valley tomorrow, turn around and get yourself into the desert along the way to the Sea of Suf. Since they're living over there, you turn around and go back to the desert then. They could not enter into Yah's rest because their unbelief. They heard a message, but it was not mixed with trust. Verse 36 says this, Yahuwah said to, to, to Moshe and Aaron, how long am I to put up with this evil community who keeps grumbling about me? I have heard the complaints of the people of Israel which they, which they continue to raise against me. Tell them this. As surely, as surely as I live, Yahuwah swears now he swore to Abraham because of his trust. Swore by himself. Moved on Isaac's behalf because Abraham listened to his rulings, his teachings, and his misvotes. Now he's going to swear again. But this time it's because of distrust. So he says, As I live, Yahuwah swears, as surely as you have spoken in my ears, I will do this to you. Your carcasses will fall in the desert. Every single one of you who were included in the census over the age of 20, you will have you who have complained against me will certainly not enter the land about which I raised my hand to swear that I would give you to the land to live in. Except for Caleb, the son of Yephunneh, 
and Yahushua, the son of Nun, but your little ones who you said will be taken as booty, them I will bring in. They will know the land you have rejected because you, but you, your carcasses will fall in the desert and your children will wander about in the desert for 40 years bearing the consequences of your prostitution until the desert eats up your carcasses. It will be a year for every day you spent reconnoitering the land and that you that you will bear the consequences of your offenses. 40 days, 40 years. Then you will know what it means to oppose me. I, Yahuwah, have spoken. I will certainly do this, do, do this to this whole evil community who have assembled themselves against me. They will be destroyed in the desert and die there. Hmm. Then the men who Moshe had sent and returned to the land and, and who, when, when they returned, made the entire community complain against him by giving an unfavorable, um, an unfavorable report about the land, those men who gave the unfavorable report about the land died by the plague in the presence of Yahuwah, of the men who went to return to the land. Only Yehoshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Yephunneth, remain alive. Now listen, you see that? That's heavy. Y'all's patterns don't change. He says he's the same today, yesterday, and forever. So if he's displeased with trust then, he's displeased with trust now. Excuse me. If he's displeased with, if he was displeased with lack of trust, then he's displeased with lack of trust now. And because of these leaders, these 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 ten men who spread the evil report, they died by the plague. Think about these things. Don't speak negative. About listen. If y'all told you, he told you. Believe that. People can laugh at you. They make fun of you. They may tell you that you're not real. You fake. You crazy. They say anything. And yes, of course, words may hurt. But you have to understand whose word has preeminence. Theirs or Yah. His word is first. They may say, man, you're a lot. They may walk your husband, your wife, your children, your family members may turn their backs on you. You still believe in Yah's word. You still trust him. He will not make you ashamed. he keep his word. Abraham, it took 25 years before Abraham even had Isaac. Isaac was around maybe about 30, 30 to something 40 years old. And you talking about give him up? But he still believes in that word that y'all had given him. Man, you said I'm gonna have a son through him. So even if I give, if, if I if I do sacrifice him, I can my my mind made up. You gotta raise him up. You have to do what you said, and that's that that's real. We all got things we gotta go through. We all got things we things we gotta face with. We gotta deal with. But trust in Yah's word. Excuse me. Sorry. Believe in him. Believe in him. 
Know that his word is true. Hide his word in your heart so that you won't sin against him by grumbling, complaining, unbelief. If, if, if you're going through something now, remember what he did for you and know that he'll do it again. Remain obedient. Remain faithful to the Most High. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, earlier our video kind of messed up a little bit. So I don't know if, it, if this is part two, if it continued. It, it continued. So you may still skip in it. But um, if you go to Podbean or, or iTunes, uh, depending on if you have an Android or iPhone, you have the message in its entirety. But let's remember to trust in the Most High. Let's believe in Him. Let's know that His Word is true. He, he, he'll move for you. He will make a way. He's our friend. He's our strength. The Word says that Yah is our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? No circumstance. No situation. Yah is the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? Nothing. He ain't giving you the spirit of fear. He gave you love, power, a sound mind, love, self-discipline, and power. And you have to know this. Yahweh, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for being so good to us, for keeping us and helping us to walk in your ways. For you are awesome. Yeah, help us not to walk in unbelief and, and lack of trust. And for those of us who are struggling in those areas, Help our unbelief. Help us to grow in our trust. Help us to turn toward you, to believe you, no matter how rough it looks, it, because it does look rough at times. But we understand that we have to believe in you. Let none of us get big-headed, get beside ourselves, and look down upon others because of that waver. But help us all to encourage one another, as the Hebrew writer says. Help us not to lack in trust and have a, an evil heart or apostatize against you because of our unbelief. But help us to remain strong. Your word says that, 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 we, that, that we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but he was chilling at all points like we were. Yet he did not sin. So we can come boldly to your throne to obtain mercy and, and the grace that you give. Help us to, to, to turn to Yeshua, the, the, the initiator. And the, and the end of our trust to believe in him. Help us to understand that and to know that. We thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Shalom, everyone.